Welcome to Smutty Scriptures, the podcast where three best friends gather together to explore the holy texts of fantasy romance novels. I'm Head Priest Blue Cromwell, and I'm joined by my sisters in sin, Cuttlefish and Purple Space Cat, to tell you all about our thoughts on this episode's sacred text. We are actually finishing the second book in the Throne of Glass series, Crown of Midnight. I believe last episode we would be starting from chapter 35 until the end. So we have we have a lot of thoughts. I think we're all ready to get started into the so next many. books, <laughs> but I really did. I really did enjoy this one overall quite a oh, bit. Oh shit, we were supposed to read it? Um, My bad. <laughs> purple? What do you mean? I'm kidding. I read it. Didn't read it. Like an either, hour huh? ago. <laughs> didn't, didn't read ahead either. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I just uh, slept with it underneath my pillow. Not reading it through <laughs> osmosis. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not how you read your books? Damn. Something like that. Ah, gonna be me. <laughs> Goofies. But what are we thinking? What do we feel about the end of the book? We finally have finished Crown of Midnight, so we are officially two books into this series. I feel like it definitely did the classic uh, Sarah J. Mass. things get really crazy for the last hundred pages or so, uh, which I always appreciate. I, I, I like that about Sarah. What do you guys think? I thought there was a lot of big revelations at the end mm-hmm. and setting up for several different like jets of stories, mm-hmm. um, which right. is, is nice. I feel like this <laughs> is just, it's a branching novel. Like it would not be a standalone book very well. Sure. But it branches what I would assume to be as the first and third book. I guess I'll have to figure that out when we read the third book. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think that in addition to, you know, the last section being, hashtag happening um i feel like we got a lot of experience for sarah in writing gore okay Mm. sure and i could definitely tell from like the you know beginning of the last book all the way to now i could definitely see a progression in how comfortable we are with writing you know bloodlust and and gore and violence and things like that you know, but I need I, more the imagery. No, violence only. Listen, it's a different type. It's yeah. a different type of spice. Mm-hmm. You, you may want, you know, cinnamon, <laughs> sugar, but this, this is. I'm pain. just my the thirsty brain. one of us. That's all. I'm just the thirstiest <laughs> of us all. Yeah, yeah the, there's the, nothing wrong with that. Hopefully, this I've, is like I've been told it gets spicier, though. So and hopefully it'll step up a little bit and maybe not fade to black immediately. Could be there fun. Was, yeah. <laughs> I would love for it to not fade to black. But there was no sex in this section at all. No, not No, but that's what I'm saying is I think that, that we got a lot of um, focus on writing violence and gore. And especially like with Graves' murder scene mm-hmm. and then with Archer's murder scene, we got a lot of supremely violent moments and i think that for exploring that aspect of of their world is is what she really was focusing on and i think Mm -hmm. hey i think i think it's come a long way just just i'm just saying give me a moment violence can be hot (laughs) for our listeners uh cuddle is currently holding a lighter which looks like a taser Listen, <laughs> some type of combination, very, very Selena DIY <laughs> violence. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I love that. the hat pins or the the hair pins got brought back for a, <laughs> for a, for a second. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, our favorite character, obviously. Go back to arts and crafts. <laughs> Listen, I will say, obviously, yeah, we are getting a lot more gore. We're getting a lot more violence. We're getting a lot more of that killer side of Selena, which I love. But there is some fucking. The whole world is fucking over Selena. There's no fade to black on that. Her <laughs> life is fucked. You want to have a relationship? Nice try. Although we did have a moment of intimacy. We did have a moment of intimacy, though. It was Mm. my, it was, it's literally my favorite part. Really? I laughed so hard. It's on page 354, if you flip into your holy text, would be chapter something, chapter. Book something, chapter uh, something. Chapter 46, if it's 354. (laughs) Indeed, it do be. That is not. That is not the the right. Wow. Page. Actually, hold right. on. Okay. I messed Absolutely up. Absolutely. Grabbing for any. I was about to say this is a conversation Remember? between Mort and Selena. And, Wait, hold on. Uh, that's wrong. Not really sure. <laughs> if I want to see three forty-five. I apologize. <laughs> three forty-five. I was. I did the dyslexic thing. It's chapter forty-four, <laughs> page three forty-five, hmm. and it says, and I quote. Dorian appeared in a new tunic and pants, still barefoot. The sight of his feet felt strangely <laughs> intimate. Shut. <laughs> I hate that. Did you bookmark that? Selena's into yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> she said strangely intimate. Thank you. Yeah. So she's like, oh, my God. Like, am I into this? That's that's no. Selena. Selena's into feet pics. No, no, don't be like that. Honestly, I kind (laughs) of love this. Selena has a foot fetish theory. Because why else would you even notice that? I laughed so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Either that or Sarah does. Maybe that's why the toes always curl. Uh, Listen, Uh, (laughs) hear me out. I'm not against it. You're against it? Listen, no. <laughs> I'm not shaming. You're you're against it. I don't think Poor I sh- am. What shame? You're against it. No, you're against it. I think Selena and I have some similarities. <laughs> that you're both into feet. Got it. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. All I'm saying is I'll suck a toe or two. I don't oh, care. Her oh, extra. <laughs> yeah, feet picks are extra. <laughs> They're strangely intimate. I would say. Just talk about how brave Dorian is. Just out there giving that for free. Yeah, right? That's so funny. Crazy. The sight of his feet sounds strangely intimate. I hate that. I'm surprised you all <laughs> didn't like tag that. No, I wanted to forget it. It was the first thing Actually, I put on my wait, fucking no, list. I did mark this page, but not for anything related to like the favorite part, nothing like that. I literally just marked it because it says here, um, going in from 345 to, or sorry, 330, or 344 to 345, where it says the clock tower had been built by the king himself. So he had to know it's connected to, yada, yada. She knew that the creature had been made. It had been made. So I bookmarked that part because I was like, oh, that's an interesting term because made, and obviously we've all read through Akatar here. Um, so it's like, oh, so things in this world are made in that same sense. Like, is there a cauldron? What are we doing here? Well, but Listen. wait, wait, wait. It's, it's capital M and lowercase m is two very different mates. Sure. I can make you cookies, and it is not with a capital M. 
Yeah, but I love that I'm, you know, blues hero, like, oh my gosh, plot and like bigger <laughs> picture. And I'm like, feed boost. Feed. <laughs> we're so Toad. desperate for spice. We're like, yeah, look at his feet. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I hate that for us. <laughs> so is that your actual you know, vote for this week's favorite part for you? Yeah. Okay. Really? Yeah, okay. That was my favorite so- part. Okay. I gotta know what kind of feet were you picturing? Because apparently this is important to you. Are they Listen. like hairy? They have Are they veiny? Yeah, I feel like a little he's, pale. Top. he's a he's a princeling, so you know they'd be super pasty porcelain skin soft. Maybe a little hair on the little toe knuckles, very <laughs> pristinely pedicured. You know, maybe even some clear polish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wow. Oh God, does anybody have colored nails? I don't think anybody's had colored nails. And no. yeah, in the series so far, no, I don't think so. Hmm. At least not that she said out loud. Well, I mean, are you, are you counting when Selena's hands covered in blood? Because that's oh yeah, definitely. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> that brings me to my favorite scenes, plural. I think that unhinged Selena is hashtag girl boss vibes and okay. i am absolutely unhere are here for unbridled feminine rage mm-hmm. like dear gods yes i feel that just so so much so much anger <laughs> not that i have um <clears throat> what? <laughs> and then i also love <laughs> Dorian's room looks so much like mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, yeah, man, I also tell my servants to go away. That's mm-hmm. definitely how it gets to look like that. <laughs> yeah, ugh, I hate when my servants are removing all my stuff. Uh. I know, man. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just <laughs> the worst. I'm going to see Dorian with his feet out. <laughs> send him out of there. Service is just like, oh, sorry to intrude. Oh, I didn't realize. <laughs> oh, you got your feet out for me. I hate it. Care if I take a picture? Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> the no. servants are painting it. There's no cameras. <laughs> just fucking... Oh, my God. Transcribing the description. Putting in the royal library for years to come. Oh, my Lord. Wow. Well, um, well, I, I mean, oh, my scene. prince. My bad. He's Good. not a lord, he's a prince. That's fair. Well, I picked... I have two scenes for my favorite, depending on how I want to go. I mean, one thing that I really liked in this whole section was Selena's response to her grief, her attempting to open that portal and summon Nehemia mm. to talk to her one last time to get this like conversation this one last time. Uh, I think a lot of people... You know, who who have gone through things, who've lost people. I think it's a very relatable section. I'm trying to find the actual page numbers here, but it's pretty far into our section. But I just thought it was it was really impactful of, of I think a lot of people, if you had that option for that one final conversation, a lot of people, even knowing the risks, which Selena, Selena kinda knows the risks, but doesn't at the same time. Even knowing that, I think a lot of people would, would take that would take that risk. And I, I think it's I think it's rather interesting that they uh that Selena went that far with her grief yeah so i i definitely enjoyed that and then i really enjoyed sorry i should have marked this one as well 
I know the portal conversations are all happening past like chapter 40, but I actually really liked Kale's sacrifice. Which one? <laughs> right? He never fucking stops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he must also be girl bossing. <laughs> he is girl bossing a little too close to the sun, I would say. Um, a little too close to the portal. <laughs> I'm to the portal. Oh my god! I, I feel like I smell merch coming. Oh, <laughs> I can hear it in my bones. But yeah, I um I thought it was really interesting. Essentially, the conversation that he's having with his father about trying oh, to yeah. get Selena out of there and and sending her on her merry way, and he was willing to leave his position, which obviously his loyalty to the king and, and the royals in general was pretty much like a deciding deciding characteristic of Kale's character. So seeing him, especially when we get that scene where Kale is reading the will that Selena left and oh, yeah. noting that it very much gave him some money and some assets because he interpreted that as, oh, she would never want me to have to choose to go back to my father and go back to that lifestyle and lose my place here or whatever. And knowing that that moment touched him so much to seeing him later on in this section, give that up. He's like, if you put this vote forward, if you can pull this, I will come back and be your heir. And I think for that to be his deciding thing for him to give up everything that's really ever meant anything to him for that. I mean, it, it's, it's so impactful. It's so interesting to see Kale's sacrifice essentially. I mean, obviously he's doing that in a way. I feel like he's uh, trying to rid himself of any type of guilt from the whole Nehemia situation, because obviously uh, not his fault, but you know, didn't really. It's not, not its it. fault. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really help <laughs> prevent it. Um, and it could have been like an easily, uh, you know, something that they easily kind of discuss and go for. So seeing that was really cool. I think I think both of those moments for me gave me a lot of insight into both of those characters, both Selena and Kale, and it just made me really interested in where those characters are going to go in the future. I mean, I assume we're not going to see Kale for a while based on uh, Selena's travels, but I'm sure he's he'll be back. Yeah, I think that. Well, just going back to what you said about like being with Nehemia at the mm-hmm. gate, Princess na 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 na. That whole thing with with opening the gate and then also Fleetfoot coming down and you know like, oh, that was probably my least favorite scene. Why? Because it, it gave me because it gave me the big sad. Oh yeah, and oh. I was not ready for the big sad. It is the big sad too. Yes, especially with the puppy. So, like, yes, growth, yes, grieving, yes, emotion, yes, impactful, but also you had to bring the dog into it. Yeah, and it had to get hurt. It had to get a little cut. That was my. That was my least favorite part as I, I put Fleetfoot getting hurt. I literally and was reading that and I was like, Purple's going to fucking hate this. I did yes. too. <laughs> I was like, man, you all you want is Fleetfoot to have a good time outside. <laughs> yeah, it's just never going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And then the other part that I wrote down was, will this son of a bitch stop fucking sacrificing himself for what he perceives that the people want? I know that you read it as... You know, caring and and yay, (laughs) self-sacrifice. But that was absolutely guilt-ridden. Like, there isn't... I don't... I did not read it as anything in there was, oh, I want to do this because I care. No. No. Did 100% of it because he felt like shit. And he wanted to feel better about himself. That's that's why. 
Well, did you I think had, it was more to like hide away from the reality of it, like, like leave the castle, or or literally just out of like? He was hashtag sad boying his way through his emo guilt trip phase. I don't take it that way. I take it as the only thing Kale had the power to do to help Selena at all. But how yeah. much of a help is it really? Well, based on like, this whole I'm just going to send you away. Riddle. I, I kind of thought it was a cop out. No, I mean, I, he doesn't. I mean, now that he knows her like secret, especially like the whole Faye situation. I mean, of course, he's like, get the fuck out of here. This They kill people here, bro. You got to go. That makes yeah. it so much worse because she just trusted him with big secret. I mean, obviously, she's kind of backed into it, but it's like, yeah, he trusts big secret. And then he freak out and be like, oh, my God, get the fuck away. Also, I feel really bad because I did kind of do a shitty thing by not doing anything. So we're just going to fix, fix, fix it. Then I'm just going to be sad over here in a corner. I, it's giving my first husband. I, oh. took, uh, <laughs> I took it more like he was struggling with how he felt about the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to help both himself and her. And this was just the easiest way to where he didn't actually have to deal with it. And he was like, you know what? It's fine because she'll just be safe or whatever. And then I don't have to actually deal with all the things that I did and hold myself accountable and go through the tough stuff. And I'm just going to escape accountability. Yay, avoiding problems. Is that That's really what it said to me. To me, it's, if, it would make sense to, as escaping accountability to me if it wasn't a punishment. Like, this is going to be the worst move. This is going to be the one thing Kale would have wanted to avoid his entire life. He gave up this lifestyle completely. He doesn't like his father. There's a whole complex relationship there. He doesn't want to fucking do the job. Like, he's going to live through hell every single day. To me, if, like, he was leaving because he just, like, I don't know. He's just like, well, I want to go now and like go retire. Okay. Well, now, now I'm like, okay, what are you doing? Well, but didn't they say multiple times that he could probably be losing his job anyways? Yeah, like, but I don't several know times if the throughout. Really done it? No, uh, it's, it's I, just I Tamlin so energy. The whole the <laughs> whole thing is just Tamlin energy. Either way, I just don't think either one of them are good enough for her. No one's good enough for Selena. Not even Selena, and definitely not Nehemia. Because fuck that bitch. Welcome to the last episode. <laughs> Here we are again. I'm out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, but they, I, I also had Leafoot getting hurt as mm-hmm. my least favorite part. It was, it was the uh, damn dog alone. A little <laughs> upset, but yeah. I, I, I did have a couple of other parts that I did like a lot. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> so, Paige, uh, there was a couple of like one-liners that I was just like. Fuck yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So 262 is a one-liner that I liked. It says <clears throat> this is chapter chapter is this 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 is chapter 35. So I love how they are describing how Grave is describing the way that Selena is coming after him. And this was just so badass. Is that um she came through the fog, no more than a sliver of darkness. She didn't run. She just walked with that insufferable swagger. Mm. I'm like, damn. Like, you're... Because in Selena's mind, like, he is going to die. Yeah. And she's just so confident. 
She's not running after him. Not at all. She's just going to take her time and strut up to him. Oh, I just, oh, that's just so good. That's yeah, the good, good, good. That's the good stuff. I was like, damn, yeah. that's right. The way she <laughs> fucked him up, I, I really did love that. And then another one-liner that was really good. Uh, Sarah J. Mass got sassy this <laughs> round. <laughs> Several times like, damn, Sarah, okay. I see you, chapter 36, page 271. This is this is when she, Selena, is threatening Archer. And the threat Which I was just, time? just kidding. <laughs> the threat I was just like, damn, like, that's another really good one. This is five days. I'll be back in five days. If you aren't prepared to leave Drifthold, then I won't bother faking your death. I'll kill you before you know I'm in the room. The confidence. Like <laughs> yeah. shit. If there's I wanna... one thing she's confident in, it's her work ethic. <laughs> we love we love a hardworking babe. Mm-hmm. Couple Hashtag pages. Tag girl. Boss. Yes. And Couple she's pages. these men from life. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? She's not the only one who got sassy. Mm. Couple pages later, 275, very <laughs> end of this chapter, right before chapter 37. And Kale gets a little sassy uh, with his dad, Big Daddy, whatever, the Westfall. And he says, and if you think Taryn is weak, then send him to me for training. Maybe he'll learn how real men act. I was Ooh, like, yeah. <laughs> okay, Kale, shit. Like, that's a sick burn, my dude. To your dad, like, you've already got that mm-hmm. shitty fucking thing. Like, ooh, that's, that's kind of sting. <laughs> yeah. Insulting his entire being. And then he, he well, follows it up, too. And father or not, I'll make you wish you never set foot in this castle. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be talking back. I loved it. I was like, Fucking go off, yeah. 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 Like, the kids do that thing where they go like this sort of. Wow. Like, <laughs> the meme with all the guys going, oh. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna have to make a gif of that so all of our listeners will. <laughs> no, 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 no! Don't do that. <laughs> we'll exactly what motion that we just did here. No, it's fine. I'm just okay. gonna shake my hand furiously. <laughs> oh my god! I look very badass. Like. <laughs> okay. Mm, um, that's amazing. That's so far been my favorite scene right there. Just, <laughs> just, the just you doing this. Oh yeah. My this is my favorite. <laughs> I will say, um, I do have a least favorite, though. This is where, before we started recording, listeners, I said that we were going to fight today. Oh, God. Uh-oh. This is where, this is, this, <laughs> this is, might spark something, and it might, uh, and it might be a personal attack for some of our uh, listeners as well. Sarah J. Mass, write a character who can figure out the simplest of riddles challenge impossible uh. <laughs> the simplest <laughs> of fucking riddles bro i i was sick of it nakatar Feyre had the answer right fucking there the whole time she could have not had to do any of that trauma she literally said whatever i figured that thing out in two seconds and Feyre could not and that's fine i was like well okay that clearly that's just one character selena she knows things she'll understand and then we we fucking get to this whole poem or riddle whatever you want to call it 
chapter mm. 37. It's actually written out in page 280. And my fucking God, dude, she's talking to Mort. She's in the fucking room. And the first section of this, in grief, he hid one in the crown of her he loved so well to keep with her where she lay down inside the starry cell. Look around, Selena. Look yeah. around. <laughs> like, it is God, not that hard. I would hate to be Mort. <laughs> Well, actually, I fucking bookmarked Mar- uh, Mort saying some shit like that. Like, well, you can fucking figure it out yourself. <laughs> it sounds to me like it's a riddle giving the location of three powerful items. Because Selena needs that fucking spelled out for her, dude. And, like, it's fine. It's fine. But I'm I'm sick, and I'm sick, and I'm tired. Like, the fact it took her so long, one, to figure out the whole I thing in general. And then, uh, which we talked about in the podcast before we even got to that point. And then yeah. this, this, she had a second chance. She had a chance to redeem herself. And she's in the room, in the starry cell, with, of her he loves so well. And she's like, damn, bro. Guess I'll never <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> Selena! So, bro, please! So maybe, uh, maybe it's not that the author has a hard time writing characters that can't figure out riddles. Maybe it's that her riddles just kind of suck. Are you kidding? Mm. Bro, it gave her the location? It did. The name? <laughs> like, it almost? Did. It gave her everything. She's in the room, bro. The puzzle, the poem is the revealed room. in the starry cell, bro. This is not a hard riddle. No. I can't live like this. where it happened? Literally. <laughs> <laughs> we just recently watched Hamilton, sorry. Um, <laughs> about that particular poem, I know that I'm skipping around a I do apologize. Mm. Not really. So it talks about the rhyming scheme being bad. Yeah. Uh, because of the gate stone of the word and the stone they greatly feared. So I was like, wait a minute. If they're supposed to rhyme, does that mean it's weird? Weird? <laughs> the stone of the weird? Sarah J. Mass Not- right pronounceable words challenge. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> Is that maybe a nod from the author's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, look, man, I get it. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see that. All the rest rhymes, so. Well, but so then they, but they said that there was another section that didn't rhyme. And I was like, yes, it does. Bold, um, bold. Lies, yeah. tongue. Well, I'll say one thing. Oh, never mind. Princess <laughs> Nehemia figured this out in two seconds. But that's fine. It's fine, Selena. <laughs> We take, take we lost our. Uh, I feel like <laughs> our intellect person. Do you guys? There's a scene in SpongeBob where they're racing. <laughs> they're racing rocks and pets, <laughs> and Patrick has a pet rock, and all the other people have like snails or whatever. And he's like just petting the rock. He's like, "It's okay, take your time," because the rock's obviously not a sentient being, not moving. That's me watching the Sarah J. Mass characters in a have any riddle. <laughs> it's okay. Take your time. But does, isn't right. that scene, didn't The Rock win? Yeah. Which is exactly the plot of the... <laughs> she figures <laughs> out eventually. I mean, she'll get there. I, I love Mort being like, yeah, and he fucking figured it out so long before you. <laughs> yeah, it didn't take him much time at all. You're... <laughs> It just felt like he was like, dude, you a bitch and you stupid. Yeah, the way he literally had to spell it out. It sounds to me like it's a riddle (laughs) given the location. (laughs) He literally emphasizes Mm. me. It sounds to me like more, okay, you sassy bitch. First of all, love you. (laughs) Then Um, he's like, since you clearly knew (laughs) that the sword... (laughs) 
<laughs> Dude, it's like, it's it's infuriating. I mean, I love all of Sarah's writing. I would honestly consider, I, you know, I give Sarah a lot of props, right? I was in a reading slump. I hadn't read in years. Sarah J. Mass completely changed that for me. I will always give her credit where credit is due. And I love her. I love these books. I'm ready for where these books take me. But God damn it. Please, please, please have a character that can figure out a puzzle. It's these aren't hard puzzles. puzzles. Either make the puzzles so convoluted and so crazy that I can't figure them out within three seconds of reading them, or just I don't know, maybe even just avoid the puzzles. Maybe let's just not do that anymore, Sarah. Just go to Chat GPT. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) Selena sitting there at the computer. (laughs) She's supposed to be an avid reader. I just feel like you can't be an avid reader without picking up a a a little bit. He'll just no. leave just like a little bit. It's, so this was not a this, lot. <laughs> this section was very like Lord of the Rings-ish to me. This this sure. little bit. And I I was wondering, like, she could have instead of making it all about the locations or or whatever, she could have gone a little bit more into what <laughs> they are. Cause like the four stands are just like, I <laughs> can't tell you. And I'm like, that's what what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are we? doing that uh, i you know i'm wondering if they're gonna be you know fucking rings and i was like oh maybe that's the rings that they have but that ended up not being the case but it was it was very um lord of the rings to me and i was like oh can we not <laughs> it's like yeah. a whole series built around this kind of a riddle <laughs> yeah I, yeah i mean it makes sense right i feel like every fantasy writer probably at least in some senses, like, I'm inspired by these stories. So, I mean, I, I get the reference to it. But well, that's why they're classics. Exactly. So, but those characters can figure out riddles. So, that's what I yeah. What? Yeah. What did, um... They're avid readers <laughs> who actually take something away from the experience. You know, we, we we may have been left with a couple of riddles, but I feel like we at least solved some. You know? Yeah, painfully, chapters later. Yeah, like, um, I was fucking shook whenever I was like, <gasps> rivers? That's the, that's the thing with the wings? Because I don't know why, but my brain was stuck on giant bats. I was also on Fair. giant bats. Like, really? and then I was like, wyverns? Wait a minute. Aren't those magical creatures? And then my brain had a whole battle about, wait, well, wouldn't giant bats also have to be ma- magic? No, ah, because they're mm-hmm. bats. Well, but but big uh, gi- giant bat. It just yeah. Ow. That was a nice answer to that. Kind of get a little bit yeah. of sight into the future. Well, we also got to finally meet the big rat in the basement. <laughs> you mean the previous bay of the day? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not so that's bayish true. this time around. Well, um, um, he was having an off day. Thank you. I'm sorry, Blue. Did you did you want to discuss the? No, I think I said enough. <laughs> I think I, I I think I said enough. It 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 definitely surprised me. Sure. Um, and I, I was pleasantly surprised when we got a POV from it so quickly on yeah. page 335. And I loved that it, it called itself it. Non-binary um, king. But it was, it was definitely. They're non-binary. Could they really be a king? 
Yeah, you can be a non-binary and a king. You could be a or non-binary. Or you just be creature. a non-binary royal. You could. You know, the vibes of the underground dungeon were very under the mountain dungeon prison. I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, I wonder if these are the same locations or similar um, locations. I did not think about that. Definitely gave off similar vibes. I wish we would have gone further with how it felt. And I wish that we felt more from other cells. But did you notice that when she was walking down, they the noun started changing from oh. door to portal? Mm. No, it said cell. No, no. The like when she calls she's them walking, cells. When she's walking down the um steps and going from like the hallway to the hallway when she said, Oh, this one's got, you know, twenty ninety nine, and this one's got so, and then she was talking about how she kept going through to the next section. But she changed halfway through and uh, I didn't actually um flag this part, but I noticed that she started calling them portals. I was like, oh, why? Why did we change? Why are they now all of a sudden portal doors instead of just doors? Why are you calling them portals at all? Yeah. If it's just a fucking door. <laughs> I'm seeing that in uh, chapter 43 on uh, page 330. Beyond the portal, lay a spiral yeah. staircase. And, well, yeah, it definitely uh, it definitely changed. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder if that was foreshadowing for the portal <clears throat> that we're going to do later or it's something that hasn't been revealed yet. But yeah, that's, a, that's an know. interesting call out. But it's definitely something, otherwise she wouldn't have done it. And it's such a drastic change. And those are two very different things, a portal and a door. True. And then when she goes up to the other cells, she doesn't really hear anything or feel anything. Then she gets conflicting feelings where this door is like, open me, open me. And the other door is like, nah, you need to like run away. And then she goes and we we have obviously the the headaches that happened Mm -hmm. over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And then we have a POV from it, which I feel like we need to give it a name. Boy. Stanley. B-O-I. Boy. Rupert. I called Stanley. it, when I wrote about it, I called it Basement Boy. Basement Boy. My new <laughs> <Yes>. name. <laughs> okay. Yep. Stanley Rupert, Basement Boy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love it. Nothing this bad is a name. Finally getting a name. I loved how it described itself. Like and the, how it, had it talk- forgotten to feel kind of part, or yeah, it just I like I don't know. I just thought it was so different from the rest of the book. Mm-hmm. Page three thirty five, just this little snippet, these what four paragraphs or whatever, when it's talking about how does it peered out from the shadows of the cell, clutching its cloak with taloned hands, food for the first time in months. She was so warm, so teeming with light. I, I just liked how it. I mean, it was creepy as shit. But I liked how it was different mm-hmm. from everything else. I liked that it was a clear distinction that it was subhuman to the point where it didn't even identify as being human. It felt like it was an it. Yeah. You know, and it was clear that it was broken. And it was clear that it knows that it was broken and knows that it was wronged. And it, the, there's like a, a pain that's there, not like a physical pain, or an emotional one, but more just like a traumatic one. Mm-hmm. And I, I just liked it. I liked how it was very dynamic and, and interesting, I think. I liked that it mentions in here on 335 that it remained, some shred of it remained mortal enough to always seal those doors shut. 
remained mortal enough. So that makes me think that through the various torches and, and what have you, that it had gone under, that maybe it had been made with a capital M into something else. Plus it's a little yeah. bit later it was breaking and shattering and then brutal rebuilding. That sounds very much like what happened in the cauldron. That's that's interesting. And they said he was made. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> With a lowercase m, though. I don't know if she would... I don't know if she'd be so outright blatant about it. Plus, if this came... What? In, Have you seen the riddles? <laughs> <laughs> but I think in the writing, this came first, right? Before Akatar? Whenever... It's, yeah. So it's possible that they're connected, but after the fact. Well, she hasn't. She said they're the same world. I could be wrong. I believe she said they're the same world, but she has not just said if it's in the future or in the past, at least. Same universe, different plane of existence. I wonder, you know, now that you bring up that part about the some shred of it remained mortal enough to always seal those doors shut to come back here and form the marks again. I wonder if there's like a different perspective because we've seen this thing before, right? It sniffed at Selena in the hallway. Um, and was clearly like going through the library. I wonder what it was trying to find. What it was like. What its purpose was. Was it more? Well, it more said it was hunting. It said that it was hunting, but always came back because it was too bright. Yeah, and I'm sure Selena's um, amulet was a problem there too. Doesn't it at some point say that the like why are the librarians fine? And then like that's just it. We just don't ever talk about it. Yeah. Like was it was it. In immortal life, like really big fan of libraries, and they didn't want to fuck around. <laughs> oh my god, a librarian <laughs> saved me once. <laughs> Maybe it was a librarian. Maybe Basement Boy was the original librarian. What if, yeah, what if that spirit is like something like Braxis? <laughs> oh, and it wouldn't well, hurt I, any of those librarians. <laughs> it it kind of also begs the question as to who it could have been. You know, would that have just been a because I don't, I don't buy that. They were down there in the hallway and stuff. Mm-hmm. I I feel like it's been there way longer. Mm-hmm. I under because it just doesn't make sense that all of the stuff that the king wouldn't want, right? All of those old books and stuff that are obviously magical in nature and all that stuff that <laughs> everyone just had access to in the basement of the library. Who looked hard enough, obviously, otherwise she wouldn't have found it. Mm-hmm. And he just, what, allowed them to stay there in this brand new thing that he built that said, whenever she saw it, I forget now where in the book it was, but she said it it was obvious that people hadn't been down here in hundreds of years. So that's the same hallway that leads to the cells. Hmm. So if he built it, he knew that hallway was otherwise, how the fuck were they connected? Right. That doesn't make any sense. Was it's that? almost as if a magical force. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll magic it away. But this, the frustrating part is I don't think we're ever going to get an answer to that. No. Probably. I feel like that's just a, yeah, I just feel like it's a plot hole. No. Like how easy the riddles are to solve and how no one solves them? Mm, mm, mm. Um, <laughs> there's another one. Fucking page 322. You kind of sort of brought up that she was going to leave all this shit to Kale. Yeah. Where the fuck did she get an apartment and a warehouse? That's what she had when she was working with Arvin. Money, 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 money. Yeah, she ballin'. And since she's been (laughs) back, she just hasn't wanted to go home to her apartment at all. Not going to visit it, make sure that she, like... 
Would it doesn't have rats or anything. If it's like, in a warehouse yeah. in the slums, I'm pretty sure it has rats. Yeah, they're probably <laughs> paying the rent while she's gone. What about changes of her own fucking clothes or anything that she owns? What, she's just going to leave it all there? It's I'm probably pretty sure painful. none of it was good. It probably reminds her of her time with Sam. Oh, yeah. So she probably doesn't want to go back there for a variety of reasons, I would say. Um, as far as a scene that surprised me, I did have one scene that I... It, it's a really small little minor thing. But on page 369, which is chapter... <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, chapter 48. I marked the, the line. This is when we are getting this um, Selena Archer conversation about like this big reveal that you planted this threat, blah, blah, blah. She's really getting to the true nature of, um, of Archer's motivations, right? What I found interesting is on 369, um, it starts here, Archer bowed his head, because I know what you are, Selena. Arben told me one night after you went to Endovir. Uh, She shoved the twinge of genuine pain and betrayal down until it couldn't distract her. What I found was interesting, I mean, I know we haven't seen them yet, and I want to so bad, but this whole Arben character, I need to understand their relationship. Earlier in the book, it says that (coughs) he rejected Grave because he was too cruel, so he couldn't join his, like group essentially and then it seems like he has somewhat of a relationship with selena in the sense of like i saved you i kind of raised you i mean it's a tough upbringing but like whatever um and i want to know what he means by that because at that point does arbin know about selena's fey identity or does she is he saying in a more genuine sense of like maybe just like her royal lineage but maybe not like the fey situation i'm just really curious because mm. i've heard so much about arbin and i have yet to see anything of his true motivations or his loyalties or lack thereof lie and i'm i keep waiting for <laughs> for them to pop <laughs> up for us to get an altercation or something but and yeah part of me was like is archer lying would arbin have have told archer that is there a reason like i don't think arbin seems like the type of character to say that kind of thing lightly like did he say that because he knew eventually he'd get back to selena and he wanted to piss her off like i feel like he's that much of like an enigma yeah, like there's there's so much going on here. So that was I a think, very small moment, but that, that was probably the most surprising for me. I'd have to guess that it's the Fae because it says, I know what you are, not who you are. So I feel like it's probably the Fae stuff. Could and I'm wondering if, wondering if maybe that's why he was so physically hard on her because mm. the Fae parts were, are so much hardier, you know, and that she in her Fae form could always heal herself which we find out also in this section that by transforming into Faye when she gets super pissed off and stuff that she and he was provoking that because the Faye part of her is the part that makes her a damn good assassin when she can tap into that other side and yeah, so I, I feel like it would almost be a point of pride it seems limited though because she does mention that the only reason she was able to transform in that other world later is because magic's still there so i mean there definitely are elements like you pointed out uh purple in like the last episode i believe it was that she ran faster than a horse and she does these things so it it would lead into that for sure but then why did he tell archer that i don't know maybe Archer. i think i think that another reason why assassin daddy probably pushed her so hard was because she said in the book several times that she can't control it. So whenever she had outbursts, 
or got very emotional and, um, you know, it just kind of went all beast mode. He was probably pushing her into beast mode to get her to learn how to control her emotions. And that is another part of what makes her such a good assassin person because she was able to to do that to do her whole song and dance with archer to get him to you know give her all of his motivational speeches <laughs> and, i'm sure it was just speeches yeah <laughs> uh but that, that she uses that several times that ability to just be like mm. No, that's just not going to be a thing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for better or for worse, we know <clears throat> that any of us do that. Um, <laughs> we, we don't bury our feelings. I've never heard um, of that. <laughs> I feel like when she does it, though, it's, it, it's not like we're just going to ignore it. It's more like I'm going to put it in a box and I'm going to lock it. Sure. <laughs> Until I am ready to take it out. Like, it no longer exists. Like, she absolutely, completely compartmentalizes it. And I think that is an intense skill that she probably learned because of Assassin Daddy's pushing. I could see that. Yeah, he's Assassin Daddy. Leave me alone. Hey, man. Not a problem for me. I just keep giggling every time you say it. (laughs) Maybe um, that's the smut spinoff that I really need. Nice. <laughs> Assassin Daddy. Hell yeah. Patreon win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. and then I had another point, but I legitimately forgot what it was. What else were we talking about? <laughs> uh, moments that surprised you, but we can also head into, um, sorry, I don't have my questions here. Oh, no, I meant, I meant the one that you pulled up where it surprised you. You had said something else. Oh, I think Blue is just talking about how they wanted more for air for Marabin, right? Yeah. Tell me more about Assassin Daddy. <laughs> let me know that. Well, are the you key. licking sugar off of a piece of plastic? Yeah. That's is not it what you do. Whipped cream? Yes. Or is it sugar? Whipped cream. Okay. Never mind. Listen, I just, something has to get spicy just... in this podcast, and it's not the literature. <laughs> <laughs> I only have so many choices. <laughs> I I did have two more things that surprised me, and they're quick. I promise. That's fine. Take your time. No. Oh, never mind. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I thought when we got Aelin Galathinius, we were done. But unfortunately, on page four hundred two, we have another goddamn name. What, what do you mean, fucking Selena? And you know what that name is? No name. That's Fuck. right. Selena is nameless or unnamed and labeled as such with her fucking forehead painting. God damn it. <laughs> I was like, another name? Come on, bro. How many names <laughs> is that for you? How many names do you need? It's just five and two books, okay? That's very reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure this we'll is, get more. This is, yes. This is giving oh, me uh, Bilbo Baggins with all of his titles. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, a very I... niche reference right there, but <laughs> I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Another name, and it means no name. That's just there's that's. <laughs> I, I feel like a you're, fucking, <laughs> you're fucking with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. It'd be really funny if it was like error four hundred four. Cannot be found. <laughs> oh, my Hyperlink God. is broken. <laughs> it's a qr code <laughs> God damn it. um so the other the other last thing that i think surprised me that was pretty cool and actually made me go oh, 
was page uh, 417 when we found out that we have a famous grandma. Famous yeah. grandma. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, shit. I didn't see that one coming. Damn. That makes sense. My Lady grandma's of a god. The no big deal. Yeah. That's bold. shit. It's real funny. Like, <laughs> I got my grandma's arrow. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it, it's giving... It's giving weird socks for Christmas. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, you shouldn't have. No, I love it's crazy. <laughs> you want oh. me to, right now, you want me to, you want me to put it. All right, I'll put them on. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> no, puke is absolutely my color. <laughs> yeah i thought famous grandma was kind of i was like oh shit i didn't okay nice tweet fair enough okay yeah 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 anyways that's that was another part that surprised me what about your guys's favorite characters of this section uh selena probably she's got really badass i'd probably agree. a little whiny but that's okay just aren't we all makes up for it in the badassery mm -hmm. my boring answer that's fair i i pick selena too just based on, yeah, her rage. What I like about her is the combination. I love the duality of her rage and how far she's willing to go, like with Grave, for example, uh, and then with Archer, <laughs> as far as where she's willing to let her rage take her, but also that she's willing to like let love guide her to those moments. I think it's an interesting duality because she really does try to protect the people around her. She does. She's not the type of character that's just so meaninglessly full of rage. Things happen and she reacts. And I, I just really like the duality of uh, kind of having both of those, like, she's capable of great good and great love and, and selfishness. And then sometimes she gets a little stabby stabby. Don't we all? <laughs> just a little. Don't we all? <laughs> what about you, Purple? My favorite was... Okay, so, like, I know we were going to fight. No. <laughs> but just hear me out. Okay. Baba Yaga. All right. <laughs> That's fine. And I would have given Bay of the Day to Baba Yaga. I know. But just listen, all right? Mm -hmm. Don't look at her about how she wanted to eat Kalina. Um, Selena Gomez, if you will. Just, you know, we're just going to forget about the whole eating Selena Gomez thing. Baba Yaga is a strong, independent woman who don't need no nobody. Okay? Mm -hmm. She knows exactly what she wants. And she's just out here getting that bread. Well, well getting get, those chicken bones. Get it, getting, getting those dead people. Good not the her. Point. I love recycling. <laughs> She not for real. Like she she was like hard bargain driver and uh -huh. businesswoman extraordinaire. I was like, okay, I see you. You're out here trying to like hustle. All right. And then you're a legitimate businesswoman. Like, fuck yeah. You're obviously super hella intelligent and like you know your history. You obviously have experienced an interior decorate, but I'm not sure. <laughs> how well that went for you but like you you tried and mm. that stands for something sure. uh so like there's a lot of skills that she's picked up and acquired and i i was just like wow i love how deep we just went into this weird world mm -hmm. <laughs> 
uh, of Baba Yaga. I was like, God damn, I want a book on her. Yeah. Yeah, a little novella would be really nice, but hopefully. That's what I want. And then to find out she's a fucking queen, I was like, God damn, bitch. Uh-huh. Shit, I absolutely see you. She's a queen with a side hustle. Ain't nothing wrong with that. She's out no, here. No, I was amazing. Uh-huh. She's like, I don't need no man. I don't need no woman. I don't need no people. Like, I need my mirrors. I'm fucking could out here some, doing my own thing. Could use some children, though. They're a little tasty. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, she also eats chicken. Ooh, vegetarian. She does. <laughs> vegetarian. Well, oh boy. I wish. <laughs> you know, I mean, just saving the seagulls and all that. <laughs> but that that was probably my favorite character because we got so deep of a dive in such a small amount of time, and it was very rich. Mm-hmm. It was like that. taking a bite into like a really well made cake, and you're or like chicken. Wow, that's a lot of bodies. I mean, body. <laughs> Hello? What kind of cake are you eating? <laughs> well, because she eats people. Yeah. yeah I, I got Follow it. me on my journey, guys. <laughs> I did. I I'm did. following. Keep oh, I'm up following. with me. <laughs> Goofies. What about, what about least? I don't really have a much of like a standout. I mean, I guess I, my cop-out answer is Archer. I mean, he fucking sucks. The minute he turns around and tells Selena, he's like, I knew you were a good woman. Bitch, I'm glad she stabbed you. <laughs> the audacity when she, and this is, um, that actually happens page 389, chapter 51. I just love it. The, the moment that he goes and there's a hint of triumph in his raw eyes. He thought he won and manipulated her again. One foot after another, she walked towards him with predatory calmness. Ooh, Ooh, then the minute she goes, I knew you were a good woman. And she responds, no, I'm not. And then fucking murders him. But Nehemia was. Ah, <laughs> but you gonna get got. Such a good Selena moment and such a like, fuck you to Archer because he could have lived if he was just like a little smarter. Mm, if he just had <laughs> acted not like an asshole, like if he like had not in that moment interpreted that as like, oh my God, I won. That is grace that she was showing you and you returned it immediately and now you're dead. So Arma. you could have lived. Mm. You could have been fine. So I, I would say for overall, like the whole Nehemia plot, the whole separating her and Kale, everything like that. I mean, for me, it's got to go to Archer just because he fucking sucks. Purple, did you have a least favorite? I did. I'm trying to find... I was trying to find the paper, but it's it's fine. I can't find it. My least favorite is Carol's dad because he gives mm. off serious toxic masculinity vibes. Daddy issues. Because he's also like, <laughs> I won. Yeah. And just the manipulation, it's it, it just, it's very much my parents and I just want to light him on fire. Yeah. And I just... Reading it, reading him, even though he was such a small part, I was like, absolutely fuck no. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't, I don't need anything else from him. We just, he just needs to die. Yeah, he's good at being uh, (laughs) irritating (laughs) and awful. He had like six paragraphs. We didn't even get a POV. And I'm like, you know what? I don't need more. Just kill him. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Definitely it's okay. Daddy issues. Don't, don't, don't hate me like that. <laughs> I'm out here doing my best following Baba Yaga's footsteps. Daddy issues. <laughs> uh huh. What about you, Kettle? 
So you guys ready to fight? Oh no! <laughs> what are you doing to me? Let's do it. Even even though they shared only a little bit, Bohemia was my least favorite character. <laughs> wow. You can't friend. keep getting away yes. with this. Yes, I can, <laughs> and I have the evidence to back it up. What? Chapter thirty. You can't just be mean to dead people. Page two eighty-seven. Chapter thirty-eight. <laughs> second second paragraph of chapter two thirty-eight. No, Fleetfoot just kept sitting there, watching the palace far behind them, waiting for someone who was never going to arrive. You didn't just let anyone down. You let the dog down. She died! You knowingly allowed yourself to cause a dog to mourn you. The dog doesn't know! That's the point. The dog doesn't the puppy, know. The puppy just thinks that it got abandoned and it yeah. doesn't know why. Yeah. Well, she'd yeah. be there if she was alive. But she chose death. So For she Selena. chose that. She chose that. The poor puppy. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Fucking I just want to take this moment and, and give an aside to, to all, of, all of the people listening right this exact moment in time. If you ever <laughs> write a book, write a short story, write a novel, write a poem, write a fucking haiku, you write an essay, you write a pair, you have a thought to write literally anything and you put something like a puppy in there and it gets sad, I hate you. Mm-hmm. Sarah and J. Mass, you've heard it here first. And if you make a video game with animals in it and you oh. can't make friends with those animals, I hate you too. Yeah. <laughs> if you make a video enough. game where it's all spooky and scary and you have a puppy that guides you and keeps you happy and his name is Bullet and there is an ending with <laughs> Bullet dies, I hate you. Wow. <laughs> Tell me that game really got to you. <laughs> that game did not get to me because my ending to not kill the dog. I didn't get to keep being friends with the dog, but that's neither here nor there. Right. Oh my god. So I'm fine. <laughs> so the uh so Nehemia is is one of my least favorite characters, but there was definitely a second runner-up moment that uh-huh. drove me fucking crazy. And that was page 413 towards the end, right of <clears throat> chapter 55. Where Selena is like, oh my god, I only have five minutes. I'm going to tell you everything. Well, not it. However, the most important part, she just whispers the fucking date, bro. Like, you couldn't have sped some other shit up or just fucking led right into it. Been like, yeah, by the way, I like, I'm also the prince. Would not have taken any extra time. Would not have taken any extra time. Kale, you could have done it. <laughs> that's Selena the shortest loves riddle. riddles now okay she's trying them herself okay she's oh, getting a new God. hobby i was so annoyed at least carol <laughs> did it faster <laughs> oh i was so annoyed i gotta tell you and I, I was like this motherfucker it's the last couple pages of this damn book and we're not gonna <laughs> find out what she fucking said and then i was like oh we do oh that's it what the hell? Is your I least just... and best or your favorite character both no. Selena? Yeah, I love. It's a love hate relationship. <laughs> Got Nothing it. at all like me and Nehemia because fuck that bitch. I am gonna. It's, let it's this a di- place very. On fire. It's a very diverse <laughs> feeling. I'm gonna. 
give you a kingdom and then sabotage it from the inside. <laughs> Are you suggesting that you'll be my Feyre if I'm your Tamlin? Because I'm going to go with no. <laughs> I thought that was Lucian. I think we already have Tamlin's things. <laughs> oh, gosh. What did, I divorced uh, Tamlin already. Thank you. <laughs> what do you guys next? think the theme would be this this book? Or the book, now that we've read the whole thing. Everything must happen now. Book ending sale. All plots <laughs> must go. Oh, my God. <laughs> I took it as, like, overall, like, discovering yourself, accepting the good and bad in you. Selena <laughs> accepting the, you know, the pain that she's able to cause and the love that she's able to have. And I think overall just... It, kind of going into freedom because she's obviously going into finally getting away from this whole fucking nightmare of a kingdom so we're getting well not that i don't know if they're going anywhere really better (laughs) but um i'd say overall i think discovering yourself and and your limits and i think that that means you gotta fuck up along the way and uh you know summon (laughs) your dead friends through portals and and then they yell at you or whatever like you know you just gotta you gotta do some things find yourself it's kind of my <clears throat> thoughts on it. I, I was very much on the same thing, but I was I was going to go and take it one step further. And it's it's sexual discovery because basically the entire book is, <clears throat> let's see, she uh, loses her virginity, can't figure out which guy she wants to stay with. Then maybe possibly I got like some lesbian vibes from Nehemia. And then we're all like getting into some magic and weird shit. And then we got feet pics. And yeah, <laughs> then she's like, you know what? I can't handle any of it. I got to go. The theme is normalizing having a foot fetish. That's it. That's, That's the it. theme of the book. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I thought the theme was legitimately something like doing the most while communicating the least. I mean, that's also fair. Yeah. We yeah. love a good misconception. Sarah, this it's is awesome. Sarah's favorite. Maybe we'll get a riddle that's like, <coughs> if there's like know. their version of text messages that's that she sends letters to Dorian. It's like, guess what I'm wearing? <laughs> Here's today's riddle. <laughs> Not today's riddle, but it, it it would technically take longer than a few seconds to get there. Yes, so it's just you know a year and six months. <laughs> what were you wearing a year and six months ago? I. I have no idea. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It's drafty. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't do this on my toes. Not the toes. <laughs> Send feet pics. <laughs> Sarah, I'm so sorry. Uh, we are all going to I, hell. I have many <laughs> questions, though. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> questions or more predictions for the next book or more like or or is it maybe just like why gods why um both okay. or is but... it really just questions about the type of feet she likes no it's just stories <laughs> <There's, laughs> they're actually serious questions so i was i was intrigued by several things mm-hmm. one happened on page 400 um nice round where number. thank you <laughs> where the king at the very bottom page 400 that is chapter 53 it says he sensed it in his sleep a sudden shift in the world it was only open for a few minutes before someone closed it again talking about how he could sense and feel when people open portals mm-hmm. the fuck he's really just like super in touch with himself and like the world around him he practices 
um, you know, grounding techniques to really just like tune into the universe. I love that for him. I was just a little shocked, I think. But if that's the case, then wouldn't he have also known about what was happening with like the spirits and shit during their final scene, like their fight in the pit, whatever, in the circle? Well, I took He was that, sitting right fucking there. But a portal didn't necessarily open. <clears throat> I mean, like a physical portal. That was more like um, like messages mm. across. But I took this as more like it's a literal open doorway because things are like walking in and out, right? Well, if that's the case, and she called all of those doors portals in the underground, not under the mountain prison dungeon basement that Stanley <laughs> lives in. The basement boy. Wouldn't uh-huh. she? Wouldn't he have felt when every single one of those was open? Because she called them portals. Maybe he wanted her to go there. Also, also, he beat the fucking riddle, yeah, right? And he like got the so word key. Easily. So he, who picked out her rooms, knew that the tomb connected to her fucking room, and he still put her there. He's been her mate the whole time. Um. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Right, well, right, got it. <laughs> no one no, else wants that. But, got um, it. Got so it. this was a great last episode. <laughs> I um, have <laughs> problems with authority figures. Okay, <laughs> clearly. If, um, <laughs> but if we're suggesting that he can sense magic, and when magic is happening, what does that say about him? Like, as he can sense the portals opening and shit, doesn't that also mean that he can sense magic in his son? When his son uses the magic, maybe he already knows, and well, he's just like, uh-huh. "Well, that's a little different, right?" Because what what Dorian has is described as raw magic, and what what the king seems to rely on. Obviously, we don't necessarily know. I mean, he might also have access to magic himself, but as far as uh, he does, like the weird marks and shit. So that's a, technically a different category because those didn't go away when magic, quote unquote, went away. So maybe he's not attuned to magic at all. But this portal was opened by word marks. So then he'd be able to sense the word mark stuff. If that's the case, wouldn't he have been able to feel when Nehemi was doing all that shit with right before the fucking battle or whatever in the last book? Or whenever she healed him, her, Selena, or like there were so many things with word marks that were going on. He would have been able to sense all those if he can sense the portals. Or I'm just saying, I think that yeah. that we're a little, I don't, I don't understand yeah, How we'll deep see. does that go? It could be a plot point. I, I guess I kind of took it as like <laughs> like in Star Wars when Order 66 happened and there were Jedi nowhere near the clones. There's that were a like, disturbance it's happening. In the force. It's like a th- 100,000 voices <clears throat> screamed out in terror all at once and then stopped. But like they don't know like if you just like force push a door somewhere millions of mm. miles away. But if it causes a big enough of a boom, so to speak, not a literal boom, so much of a concentration in one place it could be a little different that's how i interpreted it but it could very well be a plot point that we just haven't discovered yet or yeah maybe it's like you know it it is actually the ring and he wears it all the time and it's like my fitbit at night (laughs) whenever my alarm goes off and it like vibrates he has a weird weird vibrator (laughs) yes he's not her yeah he's got a he's got a word ring instead of a can we go ahead God, how spicy can we get? All I'm saying is, if I read fan fiction about the king and Selena, that would not be good. Or do you want to keep being friends? Because it just I feel like, do I have to I pick? Feel like, <laughs> I feel like it could work. 
See? Don't. I feel like I can work. Unanswered questions. Is there sexual chemistry between these two? He (laughs) could hate fuck her and she could hate fuck him. See? We love a good hate fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, all right. So this was a really great (laughs) last episode. Listen. Well, that is one unanswered question. I will say I have one moment from, it was page 299, which is chapter 39 in our holy scripture. And I want to know what's happening here. Um, This is when they're talking about, Dorian's talking about Roland and that he's tired. He specifically is plumping his pillows. Uh, He says, Roland's tired. Thankfully, he's been suffering from awful headaches lately and has backed off, which I thought was interesting because it seemed to me like, obviously, Lady Coltane had the headaches and she was being some level manipulated or there was some effect happening to them. Uh, And it never really described the Duke in that way. So I figured Roland was in on the whole thing with those three because he has one of their friendship rings. Obviously. Friendship, um, cock ring, I mean, uh, word <laughs> rings. <laughs> but why would he be having those headaches then? Is he? Because I get this back and forth, right? Dorian's like, can I trust him? Can I not? He backed me up here. I don't know. I, I guess I have a lot of unanswered questions about Roland's motivation specifically and what exactly the Duke and the King are planning for him too. I, I Because why is he suffering those headaches? What's exactly going on there? Do you think the King isn't actually the big bad? It wouldn't surprise me. The first love interest is never the one Sarah keeps. It would not surprise me. The first big bad is not the same way either. Amarantha wasn't the first, you know, or she was the first one we saw, but she wasn't the big baddie. Because if the friendship bracelets are being given to puppets, you know, Roland has a friendship bracelet. Mm -hmm. The Duke has a friendship bracelet. I think it did say in the very beginning when we first met the Duke that he had a headache. Mm, okay, so maybe it's just a, a part of being a part of that little friendship group. Did Stanley have headaches? Yeah, that's why he was clawing at his fucking skull. Well, he forgot how to feel, so I don't know. Obviously, no, no. He he, he went fucking it, berserko it. at some... Self-identifies uh, as an it. Basement boy had a hard time and was... <laughs> Please hold. What's that? 335-ish. That is one of my predictions, though, for the future. Lots of headaches. Lots of headaches. Okay. Just everybody. Everybody's going to start having headaches. It's going to suck. But I'll tell you what, we're going to sell the hell out of some Advil. Um, <laughs> Sales <laughs> gonna through be, the roof. Yeah, it's true. I can't wait. I, I know I, I'm feeling it in my bones now that we're getting a new love interest because her and Kale are broken up. She's a single woman on the town. Selena. And mm-hmm. if I know one thing, it's to never trust the first love interest that Sarah J. Mass introduced. Okay. I know that. And didn't we kind of confirm that her and Dorian are indeed related? No, mm-hmm. I don't think so. Distantly. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Especially since related. Ghost Great 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 Grandpa showed up to him and was like, if Look, anything, man, that leads me to your way far off cousin is. Kinda into some shit. Blue, what did you say? That leads me to think they're going to be together. That's the whole idea. Even Dorian is like, would they have been my bride? That would have been like the most logical choice. Gross. Royalty is just like that, bro. Gross. I'm not shipping it. I don't fucking, I mean, I don't know. What are they, 32nd cousins? I don't fucking care, but like, that's fine. (laughs) Whatever. But like, you know. Gross. Well, I did locate the part that I was talking about on the very bottom, the last line of... Page 337, and then the top of 338, it says, We're talking about Basement Boy. But it suddenly began clawing at itself, tearing at the dark robes, pulling out its hair, 
pushing against its skull as if it would reach in and rip something out. And the shrieks it made, the rage and despair. Yada, yada, yada. Me when I need a little So, I don't know about you, but that sounds like my head hurts. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. So, so, um... It, it had the headaches, whether that be because it also had a friendship bracelet, a cock ring, or because it was in the clock tower of doom. No idea. But with the spicy rocks. <laughs> yes. The spicy <laughs> cock ring rocks or the spicy big bad place of doom. <clears throat> right. My yep. question was, do you think that basement boy was one of the eight guardians of the Big bad place of doom, clock tower. Would it have been that easy to like kill them then? I mean, it wasn't exactly easy. Well, they she kind of prepared for it. <laughs> you know, it's probably much more likely. It's like a political adversary, right? That he experimented Gross. on or something. Well, again, that's assuming that we're going with the route that the king put him there. If we're going the route that, well, no, because this stuff is like way older than the king, and that doesn't make any sense. Then that means that that person isn't probably mortal in the way that selena thinks that he is well well, basement boy also said that or thought that he wasn't fully mortal like he was mostly not mortal right that could have been that he'd been there for many 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 moons Hmm. true could be i had a question also about the word gate weird word Mm -hmm. now in akatar we talked about especially up by the prison Oh, there had been portals that were open from other worlds where Amran came through. Mm-hmm. Possible word gate. Also, how all those people that lived by the prison just disappeared. Possible word gate. Mm-hmm. And how all of the bad guys that ruled over the Fae and the humans in the before times of Akatar with Lanthus and whatever, mm-hmm. that they also came into the world. Another so I'm wondering... Gate. Huh? Another gate. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe that's either going to be happening in the future of this book or if those are all word gates and that's all connected. I could definitely see us getting answers on that later. So hopefully. Because holy shit, wouldn't it be cool if Amran popped up or something like Amran? It'd be nice to get some type of backstory or something like that. Or if they like showed up with an angel, not Amran angel, but like mm-hmm. a different and we're like, we know what those are. <laughs> Maybe. My my big unanswered question is about the Walking Dead book. Do we think that it was made with a capital M? The way that it can transport itself magically, I mean And has thoughts and feelings and desires. It's a giving Nesta's house. It is. And Nesta's house was Nesta's house because Nesta made the house with a capital M. So I'm thinking maybe the Walking Dead book was made with a capital M. But if there's no cauldron in this world, I guess that means that the Walking Dead book was made with a capital M elsewhere and then brought over. Or made very, 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 very far in the past. Or made from something else. True. Maybe from Great Grandma. Maybe. Or Baba Yaga. She didn't have time to make books. Right. She She was girl bossing. (laughs) <laughs> Too close to the fireplace. <laughs> so, Blue, who did you most identify with? More talking shit to Selena about her dumbass mm. not figuring out the puzzle, probably. It Fucking seems to facts. me 
<laughs> like fuck dude honestly yeah i would say um i didn't really have like a big like emotional standout as far as the section as actually identifying with really any particular character so my my answer is yeah it's just mort fucking talking shit to selena because figure it out bro just think for like five minutes that's about it for me what about you guys do you guys have anyone i feel like this uh, section was so bobby. much action it's like how do you bobby yaga's uh <laughs> You know, you game recognized game. Okay. All right. All right. I also beat girl bossin way hard Get in, the <laughs> in bag. my personal life. Okay. Um, recently. Hopefully I'm not gonna, you know, end up in a fireplace. And I don't particularly it's want to like eat people. But <laughs> but wow. I recognize, you know, making that bread, bacon bringer homer, mm-hmm. all that jazz. You know what? Maybe I identify as kale. Maybe I identify uh, as Kale doing that sacrifice, and he like is telling himself he's doing a lot of good, but in reality, he's just doing the bare minimum uh, and trying to get some type of forgiveness for the guilt that will never leave him. Uh, Kale is like such a nice guy. He's just like me for real. I'm just a, I'm <laughs> a nice guy, and like I never get a chance. I also would put myself into an emotionally <laughs> damaging situation for the plot. <laughs> Kale is a red flag. Well, I'm colorblind. <laughs> so I identified this is you're gonna be shocked. Hold on to your butt. The only I identified as you say Nehemia. As Nehemia. Oh my you. god. Get out. <laughs> you what? know what? I'm done. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Listen, I identify with Nehemia being annoyed as shit when she's like trying to be rest in peace. At the, at the fucking afterlife <laughs> and she gets called back to the portal because selena can't solve her own fucking riddles and she's like are you kidding me bro you can fucking do it go away you should not be doing this with the fucking portal mm-hmm. okay i don't care how sad you are get it together and i just feel like that is me in my work, that is me as a mom, that is me with my husband, that is me in so many... I seriously do not need to come downstairs and tell you how to do your fucking laundry. Like, get it together. Do I really need to be woken up 6 o'clock on a Saturday because you can't find your keys? It's... Yeah. So I identify... Uh, I identify as Nehemia getting, uh, you know, not being able to get rested. Yeah. Who you most want to lecture... I want to lecture Cuddle. Cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> what? Immediately. <laughs> just. <laughs> Both of us just sigh immediately. Deep I, sigh. I mean, listen, when I was reading that section, I was like, dude, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Just can't leave you alone, man. No, I gotta For solve Harvey's problem. Fucking minutes. <laughs> We're gonna go to Selena, like really, Selena? You couldn't figure out that it was the fucking handle of the knife. Oh my god! Ah. You know, maybe I was wrong, and we're not great friends. Because <laughs> I just need you to have a little bit more something mm-hmm. up here. Like, oh, you're sad. Can suck it up. <laughs> Maybe I wow. would lecture Dorian for getting his slutty little grippers out. <laughs> Selena's like, bro, what do those feet do, bro? What are you doing? <laughs> Put those grippers away. <laughs> Put those grippers away. I got a slutty 
You know, she's in your bed. No, she's in your shoes, bro. Yeah. Oh, she's in your shoes. <laughs> it's strangely intimate, Selena would say. Maybe I, just, this podcast episode I can't is do this. This is just. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't title this the strangely intimate podcast, oh, no. <laughs> strangely intimate, strangely intimate daddy issues. <laughs> I thought we already had one that was daddy issues, and then we had mommy issues. We've had mommy issues twice. We have a lot of those. <laughs> I have a sense that might be a reoccurring theme for all of us, but here we are. Ouch. Thanks. Um, I I included myself. (laughs) The character that I most wanted to lecture and or kill, I would have to say probably Carol's dad. Just because I I didn't even meet him for very long. And I was like, nope, off with his head. I'm out. (laughs) I don't care what his feet look like. I don't even want to know. Don't even want to know. <laughs> That's probably I, where he gets his uh, knack for no communication. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to explore it. I'm I'm out. <laughs> That's fair. We we unfortunately will be <laughs> if I have if I know anything about the rest of this book and <sighs> Kale's character, I that is definitely gonna happen. That's one of the predictions for sure. We're gonna see well, that so he gets God or that we see his feet because those are well, those are very different. <laughs> well, that depends. <laughs> Maybe he gets God and then that's when she sees his feet and she's like, "Oh she my God, this is what I could have had to me." Maybe this is not so strange. She said, "Those grippers used to grip me, and now here we are." <laughs> no, now I got grippy toes in my brain. I Imagine Selena it. and Kale holding toes. I just need, need her. To have that. <laughs> I need her. I need her next bow to be like a fay at the other place, uh-huh. and I need them to like hold toes in their fay forms. Yes. <laughs> okay, but like, okay, not Carol sta- standing at the at the thing watching her leave. <laughs> she up and his toes just bye bye. Hear me out. <laughs> Whenever we find new bay for Selena, you know when you know when couples and like families like they make those like molds where you put your hands into like plaster. <laughs> what if they do that with their feet? They just like <laughs> this, so this is much. what Sarah wanted. This was her vision. Oh god. <laughs> I feel like I need an adult present. Unfortunately, we're all adults. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah that's, that's prediction uh, new bay and we're gonna uh, see his feet and maybe they'll make a little plaster molds for their future home i hope settles. we see the witches Ooh, that'd be nice do you think we will well we have to right because they set it up they said like the fucking group Twice. is gonna be pe- mad as hell about them yeah the queen dying so I'm they sure better we'll i'll be do very you think upset that they have yellow feet perhaps they have yellow legs. Why not have yellow grippers? If they have iron nails on their hands, yes. do they have iron toenails? <laughs> yes. 
Iron Grippers. That's the title. That's the title. Thanks, I hate it. You're right. <laughs> you did this. We are here because of you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, on that note, I feel like uh, next bay <laughs> for Selena Gomez is going to be, and I predict this to be true, mm. her weird cousin. Because Faye okay. family marriage rules are totally chill with cousins getting hitched. I mean, yeah, like a Dorian and Selena. They're yeah, less I, related. They they are less related, but I just I feel like uh Prince Prince Faye dude is gonna be uh next bay. Sure. And that's gonna be the one that sticks. I'm ready. Maybe she likes his <laughs> fake feeds. Maybe hit different. <laughs> just wrong. <laughs> I would like to unsubscribe. Sorry, you're locked in. Damn it. <laughs> it hurts my soul. <sighs> could I? Well, could I, I need could... to know who the Bay of the Day is if you don't have any oh, further questions. Oh, is it not Dorian's feet? <laughs> oh my God, no. You cannot do that. I, Cuddle can. It's Cuddle's turn no. for Bay of the Day today. <laughs> and whatever Cuddle says, it goes. Don't you dare. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, well, you know, it was, it was. I don't know what that sound was just then, but it was um, <laughs> just the excitement in my voice. Um, yeah. So I, I was actually did have a different pick, but I feel like honestly, I don't feel like we can pick anything other than Dorian. <laughs> um, but a solid runner up, I think, would have to be Sassy Mort. Okay. Um, but I feel like again that now pales in comparison. Mm-hmm. Unless more, no, I have jokes had for that. Feet, so I mean, Mort's a doorknob. There's some joke about slobbing on knobs there. Y'all can make that in the audience if you'd like. There's equal opportunity, but I, I, I gotta say, for Dorian's feet, you get two for the price of one for Bay of the Day. You know, so wow. Poor Mort Both doesn't have choices. any. <laughs> Maybe that's, that's why he's so sassy. Yeah, but he, he is. He, he is the gaping nowhere. hole That's in the door. True. <laughs> Glory hole made Bays of bronze. Love to see it. Yeah, well, I don't understand feet. why she can't like carve him out of the door and take him with her. I guess she could. I don't but... understand why she doesn't just sit there and ask the questions. Because he says you're not asking the right questions. So then just ask more questions. Selena does not think. <laughs> We have been over this. That's fucking true. <laughs> but before we go on too much of a rant again about uh, Selena's lack of uh, riddle solving options uh, and Dorian's feet, uh, we've we'll, we got to wrap this up here for the day. Um, I will say, uh, I know we shot this out every single podcast, but these two worked on some amazing designs for the Dual Minds Co. Instagram. Follow there. There might be some really interesting updates that we're posting on there as well, potentially. Um, so check those out in general, just to see how hard these two worked on some really awesome designs for different merch, uh, planner sheets. There's a lot of Akatar themed stuff on there. Uh, these two did so much, so much good work. And uh, for our next book, at least, we're going to be jumping into It's Air of Fire is the th- title of the third book, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
So, uh, of course, we want to thank you guys for listening. This has been Smutty Scriptures, uh, reading Crown of Midnight all the way to the end. And it uh, looks like the next book we're reading is Era of Midnight until, let's say, what chapters? Era of Fire. through 15. Oh, sorry, you're right. I said it again. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> this has been Smutty Scriptures, reading Crown of Midnight. Read that all the way through. Love to see it. Next episode, we will be going to dive into Air of Fire. Probably the first 15 or so chapters is, is what we tend to do. 1 through 14, 1 through 15 or so. Um, so we'll be right back at you with that, and we'll dive in, dive on into it. But uh, Dive into the fire. Amen. Feed first. <laughs> Baptized by fire, am I right? Feed first. <laughs> <laughs> oh and with that, church is adjourned. Amen. 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 Autos. Oh, my Autos. God. Autos. <laughs>